0: Welcome back to the JKR podcast. My name is Jace Wrigling, and I'm the host. Today we continue with our fourth episode of the weekend. Today we've got IU commit for the class of 2025. We got Elijah Bennett on the show, Cathedral High School outfielder. Um, today we discuss just playing in the 317, playing up against some top tier competition, playing up against Zionsville, a couple other top top schools in the area. We also dig into his personal scouting report, talk about his relationship with IU head coach Jeff Mercer talk about playing for the Midwest Canes, and much more. So let's tune in to the episode. And welcome back to the JKR Podcast. Today we have the number three player in Indiana for the 2025 class, Indiana commit, Cathedral outfielder. We got Eli Bennett on the show. Eli, super pumped to have you on the show, man. How you doing today?
1: I'm good. I'm glad I'm on the show today.
0: Hey, I'm glad to hear that, man. Um, So, uh, one question I always like to ask everybody as soon as they come on the podcast is, for those who don't kn- know you, how would you introduce yourself? Who exactly is Elijah Bennett?
1: Uh, I would introduce myself as any other 15-year-old out there playing baseball. Uh, I'm just a 15-year-old kid with a dream.
0: All right. Hey, man, I love to hear it. Love chasing that dream. So, let's let's dig into a little bit of that dream, the recruiting process, how you got to Indiana. Obviously, you're a freshman already going there, committed. So, you committed kind of early. So, let's dig in to see how that recruiting process started for you. So, when would you start getting noticed? When would you start talking to some of these D1 teams?
1: Uh, really, Indiana was the first one. It was in the fall of my 15 u season. So, this past fall. It started in our first Grand Park Tournament. They came to one of our games. They saw me. Uh, I didn't do the best in the game, but they saw my swing and knew that I could do better. So they just kept on following me after that. And then one weekend, we went up there and played there. And I did really good there. I think I had two doubles and a triple there. So that helped a lot. Yeah. And so Go ahead.
0: So, who was that first guy that you were talking to? Was that Mercer or was there somebody else there watching you?
1: Uh, the recruiting coordinator, Coach Simmons. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, how, how long was it after you had those initial conversations to when you actually received an offer from IU?
1: Um. So, the first, the first uh, Zoom, I should say, was about a month. So it was the first Zoom – was probably about 2 weeks 2 or 3 weeks after that Grand Park tournament and then and then we kept in touch and then about 2 weeks after when we got back from Florida is when I got the offer.
0: Okay, so when you say Florida is that the Jupiter tournament you were playing in for what is it BTP?
1: Uh no, that was uh Freshman Worlds. With the Canes.
0: Okay. All right. So, after after you started talking to IU, uh, uh, Simmons was talking to you over Zoom, um, you got that offer. Were there other offers that came in shortly after that?
1: Um, No, not really. After that, I mean, I com- I committed really pretty soon because after talking to Simmons and Mercer and talking to them in person, uh i really got to know them and they're great dudes so i was like and the program is really good so i was like that's yeah. the place where i want to go yeah
0: i mean indiana i mean it's a great program and this year a little bit of a down year but i mean they've got tons of great young talent i mean they just got back-to-back big 10 freshmen of the week yeah so I'm, <coughs> i mean josh pine another canes guy mm-hmm. he's turning it up right there in bloomington but um have you gotten a chance to go to bloomington and visit the campus yet
1: uh, like I said, during the fall, we went there for, uh, a double header. So we played our younger Canes Midwest team and the Canes Great Lakes team there. So after that, we got to go see the locker room and like where they hit and stuff.
0: Yeah. So what were your overall thoughts on just the facilities that they had and even some like the town of Bloomington, maybe?
1: Oh, it's great. It's great. I love it.
0: So are there so are there any other players that are going that are committed to IU maybe in your class two thousand twenty five so probably Landon Fry uh, yeah. class two thousand twenty four Do you have any like pre existing relationships with some of those guys?
1: Uh, Landon Fry is I would say he's one of my best friends, and uh, any other twenty fours I don't really know any twenty fours. No, Hogan Denny, Hogan Denny, Hogan, I'm pretty good yeah. friends with.
0: Yeah, Hogan's a cool um, dude. Hogan's a cool dude. I went and watched him play last week.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I'd say that's about it. I know. Yeah. I know of uh, Griffin Tobias from the Bulls. I've talked yep. to him twice. Yeah, he's a cool
0: guy as well. Um, so talking about, <coughs> you bring up Landon Fry, bring up Hogan Denny. So both of those guy, those guys are both Midwest Canes as well. Yep. So let's talk. Let's let's dig into them a little bit. So when did you first get connected with the Midwest Canes?
1: Uh. Towards the end of my 14-year year, year, they started looking at me, and then they had me go play a tournament with them. And uh, I did pretty well. And then they asked me to be on their team, I'd say, a month after the season ended.
0: Okay, so now this past summer was your first actual full summer playing for them, is what you're saying?
1: Uh. No. My, this this fall was my first time being okay. through. Okay.
0: Okay, okay. So this will be, so this upcoming year is going to be your first year playing for the Midwest Canes. Yeah. So how they got Brandon loading on the bandy yourself now probably be what slotted at the what two or three hole?
1: Uh I'm usually in the four hole. Okay. So we have Brandon obviously he's he bats usually number one, and then we have another kid named Mikey Williamson, really good player, really good catcher. He's usually numbers two, and then Landon Fry bats third, and I'm usually fourth. Okay, so who who usually ends
0: up that lineup? Who's probably five, six, seven?
1: Uh, Purnell, what's that? He's five or six. It's interchangeable, and and Tanner. Tanner can sometimes be two, and then I get bumped down to five. Okay, so
0: I uh, so when I was looking at, into your game a little bit, perfect game has you listed as the Oakley Spikes. So how <laughs> how long did you play for them, and then uh, where exactly are they located?
1: <laughs> I've never played for the Oakley Spikes. Oh, really?
0: Okay, that oh. I guess it's. I...
1: Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. It's the the m l uh the m l k tournament that I played in with the t b t oh just, okay yeah it was just a one time thing that i just wouldn't and, wouldn't and play with them
0: okay so okay so that's who that's who you are listed at at perfect game, so i mean that's kind of odd they put that as your team even though you just played one tournament but yeah before, <coughs> before you went to the Canes, who else were you playing for
1: uh it was a small town team uh indiana, the indiana Bulldogs out of Lapelle. Okay,
0: okay. So so you talk about that BTP or BTB down there in Florida. So how was that experience like for you? What, what was going on there? How did you get invited to play down there? And what, what was just that whole week like?
1: Uh, yeah, so the coach, he saw me play in Florida, and he basically emailed us or texted us. I'm not sure. He either emailed or texted my dad and asked if we could play, and he started to get in detail about it, and we were like, we're interested. And we asked uh, my other sources, like my hitting coach, Bobby Bell, asked him he knew about the guy. So he said he was pretty good, so we went and played with him. And we also brought uh, Brandon Logan and uh, Purnell Wissett with us. so
0: Okay, all right uh so let's so obviously your high school freshman season winding down. I'm sure you've what got about two or three weeks left before the sectionals yeah so what what's your what's your freshman season been like so far how are you hitting how's the team doing um i know you got you guys got j t as well on the team. I don't really know who else, but i mean so how how are you guys playing so far this year
1: uh overall, we're pretty good hasn't been great hasn't been terrible I think we're sitting at Around 500 right now, somewhere around there.
0: Okay. So playing in the Indianapolis area, I'm sure you guys play mostly people, what, within that 465 inside of that? Is that where most of the teams you guys play are from?
1: from? Uh, yeah, I would say so. We go out to, we played Columbus North, Columbus East, Center Grove, uh, Homestead, and there was one other one. Uh, what was it called? Newcastle. We played okay. okay,
0: yeah. So when you when you played Homestead, did you guys have to take that travel to Fort Wayne, or did they come to your guys'
1: place? Uh, we went out there because okay. they they had a new field and it was their first time playing on it, so we went out there. Okay,
0: yeah. I mean, I'm sure that what it was that like was probably two two hour drive for you. I mean, I know that's Fort Wayne's where I'm from, so that's about a two hour drive for me going yeah. to Fort Wayne.
1: Yeah, it was about a two hour drive.
0: Yeah. So who who's been the who's been the toughest pitcher you faced so far this year?
1: Oh, easily Andrew Ducanich.
0: Easily, um, I'm sure. I mean, when, you, when, you got a guy, when you're facing a guy who's projected to be a top five, top six pick, I mean, I'm sure that's probably your guy to go. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. If, it's okay. So let's let's reword that. If Andrew DeCanete wasn't in the conversation, who would be the toughest
1: pitcher you faced? Uh, another probably another kid from Zionsville. His name is his name is Simon Wilkinson. I'm pretty sure he okay he started the game. He was probably sitting mid, high eighties. Okay,
0: so I mean that Zionsville team—they're just dishing out talent. I mean, they've got uh, Nash Wagner, the year ahead of you. Um, yeah. What Drew Dixon? I think he is. He still there playing?
1: Uh, I I don't know who that is. No. He
0: hes either a freshman at Northwestern or he's comm- senior committed there. So I mean, he's a good pitcher as well. But um, with, with you just going down oh. to playing almost a full freshman high school season so far, what would you say would be tougher, playing travel ball with guys your age who are the elite prospects or probably playing high school teams who are guys 17, 18 years old with beards? What would you say would be the toughest um, to face?
1: High school. High school? Uh, definitely high school because there's just dudes that are way more mature than me. There's dudes out there that are throwing harder than me. It, yeah.
0: So what what's probably, what's probably the main difference between that uh, travel ball leveled compared to the high school, t- the high school kids.
1: Travel ball, I'm usually level with everybody. Everybody's level. Everybody's playing their own age. Everybody's. I'm not gonna say throwing hard and hitting them, the same. But like, because of course you got you have your Connor Griffins that are out here throwing ninety four at the age of fifteen, and but playing seventeen and eighteen year olds is. It's way different than playing fifteen-year-olds.
0: Yeah, yeah. So let's 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 dig into some of that. Um. So obviously, you're an outfielder and a pitcher. Of course, that's what Perfect Game says. I they, they've proved me. Oh, I'm 0 for one with them so far in this interview. <laughs> are you are you are you a pitcher as well right now? Yeah,
1: yeah. I pitch. Okay,
0: okay. So what's what's that plan uh, going forward? Are you planning on possibly being a two-way player at IU, or are you mainly just focusing on hitting and playing the outfield?
1: uh that's the plan two ways <coughs> two ways is the plan
0: so what 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 are you up to throwing wise uh coming off the mound
1: uh right now, I sit low eighties top about eighty four eighty five
0: okay so what what are you throwing like what just what's your pitching repertoire
1: i I fastball curveball change up slider
0: okay, so are there any pitches that you're wanting to add here
1: in the future um no, not right now
0: yeah. Who would you say is probably like the hardest hitter that you faced either just travel ball or even this high school season?
1: Uh I'm gonna have to go with I forget his name, but a Purdue commit from Zinesville.
0: Okay.
1: He he I, was good.
0: I think I know who you're talking about. Does he play for the Bulls?
1: Uh I think so.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think I think I know who you're talking about. Let's let's dig into your hitting approach a little bit. So, when you're walking up to the plate coming from the on-deck circle, what's going through your mind? What are you trying to do with each pitch?
1: First of all, you have to have confidence. So, I have to walk up there with confidence. I'm not saying you have to be cocky, but you definitely have to have confidence to hit the ball. Cuz if you don't if you don't have confidence, then there's just no way you can hit the ball. That's just how baseball is. But my approach I would say it's middle away. Not trying to do too much, not trying to do too little. Line drive, line drive swings.
0: Yeah. So uh what are
1: you, so
0: obviously you've still got four years until you head to Bloomington. But if there was just some couple things that you wanted to work on the most to fix before you head to Indiana's campus, what would it be?
1: Uh pitching for sure getting more velo and a little bit more command and um, I'd say speed speed is speed,
0: athleticism.
1: speed and athleticism is a, a big thing right now yeah yeah
0: um, shoot so if you were if you were a scout just watching your game hitting and pitching wise what would be your overall scouting report on yourself
1: uh I'd say he's Definitely, definitely more than – more of a hitter than a pitcher. And him hitting-wise, I probably wouldn't throw him a fastball. Because that's – he's always sitting fastball and ready to hit.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, if you're – when you're watching – when you're watching pro ball, so are you – obviously, you're an Indianapolis kid. So, are you – I mean, there's a lot of teams that are around the area, just not actually in Indiana. So, what, what team are you rooting for when you're watching Major League Baseball?
1: Cubs. Cubs, Cubs? all the way.
0: All right. So, um, have you been – how many times have you been to Wrigley?
1: Uh, Me and my grandpa I try and go every year.
0: Yeah. It's uh, – I, I I actually paid for my first, my first time by myself going to Wrigley. I didn't realize how expensive it was because generally in the past it would be time i went by myself with a couple buddies and man it's it's that's pretty Wrigley's such an expensive ballpark it's obviously the yeah. best best one in the league but
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's it's a little rough so when you're watching pro ball are there any guys that you like to model your game after
1: uh i'd say well i usually go with the guy that my swing looks like so dude uh what's his name from the astros alvarez Jordan Alvarez, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, at number 44. Yeah, number 44. So, he, uh, I like to look at his swing and just trying to model my swing after him. Yeah. I mean, you guys are probably, like,
0: like he's probably, what, like 6'2", 6'3", so probably about your height as well?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. around there. Yeah.
0: So let's, let's, let's move on a little bit from the baseball field. Um, so when you're not on the baseball field, what are probably some of your passions that go beyond the field? Like, what are some things you like to do in your free time besides baseball?
1: Free time is probably MLB the show upstairs on the Xbox. Fishing, I like fishing. I have a pond in my backyard, so I like fishing. And uh, I would say probably going outside and playing wiffle ball with my brother.
0: Yeah. So you you got a big you got a big yard you got around your house.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah.
0: So go go into Cathedral. How far away are you from downtown?
1: Like twenty twenty minutes. Twenty. Yeah. So,
0: 20. so what actual town is Cathedral in? Because obviously, I mean, I'm from Northern Indiana, so I've heard the name Cathedral like very often, but I just don't know where exactly that's at compared to Indianapolis.
1: Uh, east side of Indianapolis.
0: Okay. All right. So what are your, what are some of your favorite things you like to do just inside your the, your suburb town of Indianapolis? Uh
1: I I mean I go on bike rides sometimes. I haven't I haven't done that in a while, but it's usually it's usually just me and my little brother in the backyard. Okay. So how how old is your younger brother? He's 10.
0: 10. So that's probably, what, one year too young to actually be able to cha- uh, play with them in high school?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So, Eli, I got one last question for you. So sure. this is <clears throat> this is probably four or five years down the road because um, name, image, and likeness where college athletes can make money off their name. Um, if you could if an them or even like, like have a sponsorship with them, what would be that one brand you'd love to work with in the future in four or five years?
1: Uh, are we talking like baseball gear wise or like shoes or
0: anything Uh, you can, you can pick one, like what, like you could probably say your, what your favorite baseball gear brand is or, and some stuff that's off the field. So any, anything that you'd like to work with, something that you like to use every day, uh, which is like a different brand that you'd love to work with sometime in the future.
1: So clothes and shoes would definitely be Nike and baseball wise baseball gear and stuff would definitely be Rawlings Rawlings gloves okay
0: all right there we go
1: all right Eli that's all I got for you
0: um, I really appreciate you coming on the show I love your game I've watched some film on you um, I'm looking forward to watching you play these next couple of years um, I'm, act- I'm actually I'm actually gonna be a junior next fall at IU so I'll be right around that cathedral area next spring I'm definitely gonna watch you play some ball um, hopefully this summer i am able to make it out get you some podcast merch get to meet you in person so Oh, like I said, man, just thanks for coming on the show.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: And that is going to do it for another episode of the JKR podcast. I'd really like to thank Eli for coming on the show today. He's got a tons of potential. I'm really excited to see him play in Bloomington here. I mean, it's going to be four years from now, so that's a long, long time away. But like I said, he's got a ton of potential. He's got a great future. I'm really excited to see what he's able to do. Uh, make sure to tune in next week as we have current IU starting center fielder. We got Bobby Whalen on the show. Also got a couple Indiana State players are coming on the show as well. Um, for any more updates on the podcast, make sure you will give our social media a follow. It's going to be Instagram and Twitter. It's going to be at JKR underscore podcast. And then our website as well. Go give that a follow. It's going to be www.jkrpodcast.com there on the website you're going to be able to find our youtube channel a little background on how the podcast got started uh what's in what's in what's in store for the future for the podcast just lots of different content on there so make sure to go check that out Uh, but with that being said we'll catch you guys next week for some more episodes